for our time here at LCU were. For my greatest hope, I talked about my hopes of growing into the woman I've always wanted to be. And for my greatest fear, I wrote this. My greatest fear is ironically similar to my greatest hope. Growth is uncompromising in that it will always include a level of failure. We grow when we see we have done something wrong, when we hit walls, when we realize that the way we've done things in the past will no longer work, when we break, when we surrender. We grow when we fail. So in some sense, I found that I was not afraid of failure because I deeply desired growth. But what I was afraid of was that when the time came to fail, I wouldn't be strong enough to step into growth. At the time of writing this, the challenges I expected to face were largely contingent on external things. Academics, physical health, organization, all things I could to a degree control. This semester, I faced challenges that I did not expect. Challenges that were not external, but instead internal. This semester, I've struggled severely with my own mental health. And because my definitions of success and failure have been so closely connected to my ability to have control, for some time I refused to admit that the struggle was internal. And instead I tried to do more, which led me inevitably to less. Struggles with mental health are not foreign to me, as I'm sure this is true for many of you. I've had my fair share of seasons in which I felt I was walking through valleys, but this time felt different. I wasn't in a valley. In fact, I felt I was on a mountain. I've been blessed with so many opportunities this semester, so many friendships, so much recognition. I am becoming the woman I wanted to be. But still, no matter how hard I tried, I'd been having trouble to enjoy the view from the top of the mountain. When I was asked to do this chapel talk a couple weeks ago, I remember, I remember saying to myself, okay, Ruth, you really got to pull it together this time. You've got to go up there and give a really good spiritual talk. I had no real intention of sharing my struggles with you all today. But last weekend, I took a trip with my college group at church, and I had vulnerable conversations that brought me hope. I sat with many friends this semester and listened as they told me about battles they were facing, careful not to share too much of my own, the fear of being seen as less reliable, creating an invisible wall between myself and others. But a good friend once told me, our greatest superpower lies in our ability to be vulnerable. So today, I'm not going to give you a super spiritual talk that I wanted. Instead, I want to speak to those of you who may be in the same boat as me. Here is what I've learned this semester while struggling with mental health. First off, this thing that you are facing, the battle in your mind, it's not a failure. But I know firsthand that it probably feels like one. And although it's not a failure, just like with failure, this is not just a season of struggle, but it will be a season of growth. But growth doesn't happen in the dark. It happens when the light comes in, when someone comes and fills our cup. Allow people into your struggle. Sometimes the battle with mental illness feels like a war, but I've never heard of a war that was won alone. Secondly, you don't need to do more. You probably need to do less, which I know is easier said than done. But if you keep trying to do more, you will find yourself with less. Less joyfulness, less sleep, and less growth. I have this journal that I often write things that God teaches me and that God reveals to me. 
but for a long time this semester, I've had trouble writing in this journal. I felt that God wasn't seeing my pain, but eventually I wrote this to him. Abba, why do you keep giving me spiritual and leadership opportunities, knowing that I am struggling, knowing that I am in pain? And this is what the Lord revealed to me. You were made by me and for me. Therefore, my ability to use you is not dependent on your ability. Your weakness is not my weakness. Your strength is not my strength. Right now, you feel overwhelmed. You find no joy in the opportunities I am giving you. Why? It is because you have forgotten whose work you are doing and whose glory will result. You attempt to accomplish the task I appointed you with your own strength. My child, I did not give you the task so that you would be crushed by its weight. I know the weight, and it's one only my grace is sufficient enough to carry. You are weak now, and you are tired, but my will still and can will be done through, through you. start to look less like burdens and more like blessings. Coincidentally enough, the verse that I chose today is the verse that was just read. Paul, Paul says this to, to his people after recounting a time that he pled with the Lord to remove a struggle from his life. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. When I was a freshman, I thought that growing into the woman I've always wanted to be meant getting perfect grades, having the perfect workout routine, getting up at the crack of dawn no matter how much sleep I had gotten, having a spiritual life that looked like it should be on a Pinterest board, and I came into this semester with that same perspective of growth. But like I wrote in my essay, growth happens when you realize that the way you've done things in the past will no longer work. As I work to take steps towards healing, I feel that God is pushing me to view things differently than how I've viewed them before. Perhaps it's time for you to view things differently, for you to change the way you view success, failure, and growth. Maybe it's not resilience that you need in this season, but rest. Maybe you have enough grit, and it's time that you accept grace. So then, I don't have a perfect answer to how to handle the battles we face in our mind. But I do know this. Whether you're walking in a valley or struggling to find joy from the view at the top of the mountain, I want to remind you that your weakness is not his weakness. Your, his, your strength, which he offers abundantly, whether it's through prayer or through confiding in other believers, that strength he provides you is so much greater than your own strength. And if you allow yourself to accept it, that grace is sufficient for you. Thank you. You're dismissed.